We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And we're live. Welcome to the RGDFS Tournament Takes podcast, week 17 edition, New the last show of 2022. Uh, wouldn't want to do it with any other people than my boys here. Uh, first off, Boston comrade Bobby Gomes at Bobby Gomes DFS, the Fantasy Bros, and uh, my boy. We've been doing this for a long time. Feels like me and JSU, JSU Reb, uh, Run Pure Sports collaboration with Rotor Grinders. Happy that they allowed us to do the show. This is our last show of the New Year's. Let's 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 win some money for to start off the year right, fellas. How we doing? Doing good. Excited to be on. Last week. Not the greatest week for Bob, I'd say. Played a lot of CMC, did not go well. Um, but we move on, on to week 17. JC, welcome. Yeah, it's uh, good to be on doing this final show of 2022 with you boys. Um, my last week, honestly, it's all a blur. I just remember that I played DeAndre Swift, so I want to forget last week and move on to the next week because that guy's just killed me. Um, so, yeah, it probably wasn't the best week for me either. Uh, but, hey, we got this slate. I like this slate. There's some interesting, you know, games, narratives you can pull from some of these games. Our our team's going to play, you know, their starters full games. You got the, the Trevor Lawrence questionable and the Jacksonville situation altogether. We just saw what the Titans did kind of, you know, sit in a lot of their main defensive players and some of their main offensive players. 
getting ready for next week against Jacksonville. What does Jacksonville do this week? I, I kind of feel like they play. They technically there are they technically can get in two separate ways. So it's not just it obviously if they win next week they're in, but there's another way they could somehow sneak in. Now a lot would need to happen for that um, to to hit, but you know there is another way they could get in. So yeah, I kind of lean that they play their guys, but am I super confident that they play the whole game? Uh, no, I'm not super confident. So it, it, it's an interesting slate. Uh, you know, those guys will probably get lower ownership uh, than they would uh, on you know a slate where you were guaranteed that they were definitely going to play these guys full run. So uh, last week's a blur for me too, uh, and I. So the the funny thing is, I know you want to know how I know I got pummeled, and I did get pummeled. Uh, is that I'm scrolling through trying to find my main lineup and I see afternoon slate, afternoon slate, afternoon. Like I don't, that means I was just tilted throwing in afternoon lineups because I never play afternoon slates. <clears throat> um, and then I see here, I, yeah, in like the 555, I just pulled a one. I'm 99th out of 100. I got second to last. So um, it was a rough day for your boy, Geno Smith. I, I went all in on the, um, the, the Chiefs game, but I took the wrong side with Seattle and uh, that game just sucked. Um, I had McKinnon. It didn't even, I mean, he did, it wasn't even good. It felt good. Cause he got a touchdown and it was like, that was like the only touchdown I think I got all week. But, um, so I got pummeled, but what, what do you, what do you do when you're pummeled? Right. Like normal people, they're like, that's when they start checking their season long. Right. Like when the, when the slate's completely over, Oh, let me, let me see how I do. See what does Kirky do? Let me see how I'm doing on rainmakers. <laughs> and all of a sudden I've, I've got a team that's like up in the top and it has like a sweat for a hundred K and I needed a uh, Devonte Smith to get going and he got two touchdowns. And then I got second place for 20 K in the, the elite contest I had. And so it saved Christmas. It was a Christmas miracle, but I had a chance for the hundred K and first I just needed a Devonte Smith TD at the end or six fantasy points. And he, uh, they threw to him. Mincho threw to him, but it wasn't really catchable in the end zone. And uh, that was my the, my hopes and dreams were riding on that play. But it was nice to, like, have a sweat out of nowhere that saved Christmas. So it, it, we're back. We're back. So it's all a wash. You know, the, the main slate, who, who cares? But I, I so got you needed pummeled. a third TD? You needed a third yeah. Christmas TD from uh, – But I had – I, ha I mean, I was already in second, but I had it. Like, And, and then it was like, can I get it? And then they, they got the ball back they had a chance to do it. And, you know, I thought it was, I mean, they were going to, Devante was killing them. So I was like, this, there's a real chance there. And he threw to him in the end zone. He was open back the end zone, but Minshew sailed it too high. Wasn't catchable. Um, but if he, if he hits them there, Kirky's happy, you know, so way to, way to celebrate there. But uh, you gotta, you gotta be happy with that. You know, it was like, it came out of nowhere. So it saved, it saved Christmas. It was a Christmas miracle. Cause I was already saying like, I was on a worse mood. I was like, Christmas is canceled. I was telling <laughs> like, Lord, like, you know, yeah, I'm like, I don't, he's not going to know anything. Canceled. He doesn't even, he doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he anyway. won't remember all the all those presents you got him anyway. So it doesn't, yeah, that's no, the funny thing even, about like a newborn. Like he doesn't know anything. Remember. Yeah. My kid, we got my kid like he got a ton of gifts because we have a lot of family and stuff. And his favorite thing is like this thing he keeps ringing, which I, he was ringing at the beginning of the show. But I had to text my girlfriend to get it away from him. It's just like three bells. 
like off of some it's like a christmas like you know what i mean like some random toy some play. of these christmas some of these kids toys are are amazing how simple they are and how much kids just enjoy just the the I wish I could get as much it's like okay you want it's it's just like a dog you know what the best toy for a dog is here's a here's a pro tip for anyone who doesn't have a dog or and they're getting a dog they, everyone spends money on these squeakers you know what you do you take a plastic water bottle and you give it to them with no water in it. And he, they just love chewing it. And they, and that, that's like, they'll, he'll chase it around the room for hours and hours. It's like the best toy you, you can do. Um, but yeah, it's the same concept. Um, yeah. So here we are. Uh, fine. Well, we've got another show now. This is the second to last week of the season. So we're going to have a lot of motivation stuff that's going to play into it. Luckily we don't, it doesn't seem like there's no, like last week was all about the weather and I, again, what did I say? I like, I've been playing DFS for probably like 10 years, like hard and or close to that anyway. And I still don't know how to deal with weather. Right. And so I was like, eh, screw the weather. I'm playing the chiefs, uh, Geno Smith, uh, the, the Seattle game. And you know, it was freezing cold and that game sucked. Absolutely sucked. And I should have just, you know, everybody can score like Minnesota is just a cheat code that defense and they, they have them. I should have just should have just focused there, but I didn't. I tried to get outside of that. But uh, at least we don't have any major weather this week. Um, but we do have some motivation stuff. Like it, it really, it's about figuring out who's going to be playing. And it's hard. We don't know what these co- these coaches lie. These coaches lie, cheat, and steal. Right? Like some say they're going to play their guys. Some say they're going to sit their guys, and they just do complete opposite. So we got to we have to navigate all of this this week. The funniest but, um, thing about all that is they think they have like a massive edge. Like, oh yeah, like I'm just not gonna say anything about this, this, and then oh it's like all these coaches and all these sports, they think they have a massive edge with some of that stuff. Like you don't, like it's not that big of a deal. Like I I just think it's kind of funny. And the same thing. They walk around, they walk around talking like they're in the mob, you know? <laughs> so I don't know, like, hey Bobby, Bobby, how you doing? Hey, you know, like when they're calling plays, like hiding their lips and everything. Yeah, I don't understand. I was thinking about that last week. I forget. It was Morris, the San Fran D coordinator, who was doing it. I'm like, do they really need to do this? Like, what's they've been doing? It, obviously, they've been doing it for years. But like, how about the showdown months? slate we had with the Colts, where we get the news after the slate locks that Deion Jackson and Vrabel got into like a screaming yeah. match, and then so no one says or this, uh, Saturday, right? Jeff Saturday, or whatever it was yeah, a Saturday. Yeah, yeah not Vrabel. What am I saying? Saturday and him getting into this screaming match. And it's like, okay, so everyone knew it happened on Saturday. No one says anything. Then the game locks. And then we get this report after. I'm like, how did, like, how do we not know this happens? Like, come on, this is ridiculous here. We got to wait until the slate locks. So then Dion gets no run. Of course, I played Dion. So I'm still mad about that. But I played him too. I played him too. Um, it was annoying. Um, and it, he should have been the guy. First of all, he's better. Second of all, it, passing games it should have been a passing game script for him they just literally just didn't let him play yeah. um and uh i mean it really tested testing my degeneracy like the fact that i'm still entering these showdown contests when it's like uh what this other game the other night dallas at uh who, who the heck did they play the titans yeah the titans man that was just like the fact that i had to sit through and watch that is the worst part of it um and i just couldn't not play you know um but anyway, so we got to play this slate. This is uh, we're 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 here. Thank you. I wanted to say thank you guys. For, sorry, and to first of all, 
So sometimes I forget and wouldn't say it at the end of the show, but like we all have tough schedules this season. So it was a lot like really hard to like plan all of our shows all the time. So thank you guys for working with me and uh, like always getting the show done. Uh, so that means a lot to me. And I hope it means a lot to the people listening that, you know, it, it's not, it's not, we all have other content responsibilities. we got parenting, we got all these things. Uh, JSU just got married. Um, and uh, so it's, it's sometimes it's hard to get everyone together to do this, but we're here on New Year's Eve morning, grinding out this slate for the people. So let's get at it. We've got 13 games. Um, really it's, it's, it's kind of a tale of three games, I think, at least in like the high end, right? Like you've got this Chicago Detroit game, which looks really juicy with the, first of all, it's in the Detroit dome. We know golf uh, plays a lot better at home in the dome. He's actually averaging 25 fantasy points versus uh, or 24 fantasy points versus 15 fantasy points on the road per game. So there's definitely, he definitely plays much better. The Chicago defense is Swiss cheese, uh, especially in the passing attack. They have nothing to play for except for pride, right? Is that, that correct with uh, Chicago? Um, and so uh, massive total, 52.5, much higher than any other game, except the there's there's kind of one right below, and that's the, the cheat code, Minnesota uh, heads to Green Bay. Minnesota defense, I mean, they couldn't stop head chopper. You give head chopper the ball, let him run, run, run. You know, you're the running back today, chop. Get out there, make it happen. They can't stop him, can they? Give him a screen pass. He's going to get 15 yards of play, don't you think? I mean, I don't know about 15 yards of play. Let's let's I'm, go. Let's go. A little, 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 little bubble screen to play. chop. Little bubble screen to chop. I mean, if I he think... averaged five yards of carry, that's pretty good. Uh, like, come on, 15 yards. We're, I'm thinking we're a bubble screen. A it's just here. in the in in the passing game. I I'd <laughs> roster him. Min salary. I, I'd, I'd roster him. But uh, you're a true friend. Kirkwood, you are a true friend. You would roster. I believe in my. Shopper. I believe in my. Believe in my people. You know, I roster you too, JSU, and uh, and I, feel I like would Bob, not roster even me. I feel like Bobby's a defensive guy. Like he's just gonna. He's like a linebacker. I feel like, and he's just. <laughs> I give. Havoc. I give Bobby like a. I give Bobby like a like a halfback carry, like right up the gut to to get the touchdown. I give him he's like that. He's the, he's a, I can do that. I give pullback. him the AJ Dillon treatment. He's a big dude. He could. He no, I, I picture him just. I, I picture him just sacking. You know, sacking Kirk Cousins. Or D. Oh, I can see him playing D. Yeah, I fair. like D. Yeah, um, he can do that. All right. So then, then the game right below that one. I mean, that's Green Bay. Green Bay's like some. Green Bay is like like the Bucks. Like they're gonna. They're rolling into the playoffs with like the worst team we've ever seen out of them this season, right? Like Aaron Rodgers' has play has been horrific, um, uh, and so has Tom Brady's play has been horrific. And these teams are like going to be in the playoffs most likely. So Green Bay's roll like they've won like what have they won like five or six in a row? Um, but like man, they they have not played well. But they get the cheat code against Minnesota. They are three point favorites, forty eight total. Watson's not going to be available. Most likely not going to be. Is he out officially? No, he, he's not out officially. He returned to practice on Friday. Limited. His list uh, is questionable. We'll see if he plays. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Man, he he. I love him. I think he's really good. He feels like he always gets hurt, just like in games too. Like I, I hate it because I want to play him if he plays, but I'm probably going to be held back because. Feel like he always just gets nicked up during the games. He had those like back to back concussion weeks too, right? Like yeah, he had that, and yeah. then um, 
Yeah, he's had some some injuries and stuff. He like got that, on a limited session, game time call. Um, I but it it's makes a big me, game for Green Bay. It's though. a huge game for them, and yeah. even if he plays, he may be limited. I think Dobbs has got to be the play in that game. I think he's coming along. Like I think the I don't I don't know. I, we'll we'll get into that. Talking about but, a guy who's electric is is Dobbs. He's he can he's going to be a player too. Like he Obviously, was Watson. He was Watson, and then he got hurt. Yeah, and then Watson came. You know, like. Became the guy. Do you guys um, remember and, this uh, this game though in Week One, the this exact game Green Bay and uh, so Watson? It was like the first play of the game. He dropped it. They ran like uh, I, I think it was a double move. I can't remember though. And he was he was butt naked, wide open, just no one near him. I mean, like ten yards. He probably wow. had between him and the wow. defender. JSU's pictured him butt naked right now. Just dropped it. Like, no one near him, not even close, not a safety, nobody, and just friggin' drops it right in his hand, breadbasket, and just let it go. Watson would be, like, the perfect guy to just burn this secondary. A A lot of the Minnesota guys are slow. They wouldn't be able to handle his speed. He'd be such a good play. He probably will be a really good tournament play if he's in. But You know what's going to happen? He's gonna pepper Randall Cobb. Like I, I just don't get it. <laughs> no. Randall Cobb gets open. Uh, no, that's a boy. You know Aaron Rodgers. He, he he rewards his friends. Just thinking. Imagine being a like their second round or first round pick, whatever Christian Watson is, and then your first play with Aaron Rodgers is dropping a seventy yard touchdown. It's gonna no, be no seriously wide like, open too. First play. He's going to yeah. redeem himself this week, I think. He, he, he definitely remembers that play. Well, that's why Dobbs kind of stunk on the showdown or the, the last game because he he dropped, like, his first pass, like, wide open. And I was like, oh, no, he's not going to see another one. And he, like, barely saw any action all game. Um, all right. Then the next game is Mahomes, right? Like, I, And it's like I always talk myself about Mahomes, but the answer is always Mahomes. Um, but the thing is he's playing Denver – uh, they do have. They finally fa- uh, fired that hack job, Hackett, who was just didn't didn't take a rocket scientist to, to notice that he was just a re- awful coach. Some of the worst time management I've ever seen in my life. I don't get how all, all these guys have such bad time management. But anyway, uh, so you get a new coach narrative potentially. These guys and they're kind of rallying around Russ. Like there's like Judy came out and like you know backed up his boy Russ. He says when like the narrative's always been like. Everyone hates Russ, and you would think everyone hates Russ because, man, I hate Russ. <laughs> like, like, unlimited. Like, I mean, he's just such a clown. But um, so, I mean, that game could get interesting, but 44.5 point total, and then there's just, just a bunch of games, right? Like, it, we got to pick out plays here. We do have Tom Brady on the slate. We've got, we've got at least one more chance for, for uh, Bobby to get even if, uh, if he chooses to do so. On it. Come on, Bob. Uh, get in there. One more week, baby. We're, yeah. we got two weeks left. This is the last week you can do it in 2022. Get in on some Tommy B. Oh, I forgot about that. Now, this is this is the last time in 2022 that you'll have a chance to get even with Tom Brady. I mean, that's exactly. that's big. Exactly. No, it's that's, pretty big. <laughs> we um, might have to consider Brady. I, yeah. I, I could consider some Brady. No, I I would much prefer Aaron Rodgers at six k. Uh, it's Brady's Brady six one. I they yeah, but I, I just take the bad. matchup with Green with Minnesota. 
right? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's definitely a better matchup. I'm just saying, man, look at these guys. I mean, Aaron Rodgers hasn't broke 20 all year, I think. Uh, then an interest, another interesting game right below that total-wise 43 is Jacksonville favored by three on the road in Houston. Great matchup. Houston's been playing competitive. Like when you count them out, they're, they've been been in games for sure. These these Jacksonville games have been great DFS-wise lately. And um, we have Coach Peak saying he's going to play his players. Now, there's there's some people are saying it's stupid for him to play, play his players. But they technically – we, we talked about this pre-show. Thing, uh, JSU has a nice chart on this. Shout out to Helmet. Is that the guy's name? Helmet. Uh, okay. Helmet who found it. Yeah, Helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but anyways, they have about a 6% chance if if they lose this game of – or no, if they win this game of it making a difference for them. So really it comes down to we, the final week, week 18, them versus the Titans win and they're in. Um, and if they don't win this week, it really doesn't matter, except there's like a million things that could happen. And if they won this game, it could, it, it comes out to be a 6% chance for them. And so they're going to play their guys. They're saying, but um, I don't know. you have a take on this JSU? So my lean, um, when we talked about it yesterday on the print factory with uh, all those guys, Big T and, and ODB and Dunkel, uh, my lean was that they were going to play and they were just going to play their guys. And and listen, if they got up big against Houston, could they sit them in the fourth quarter? Yeah, of, of course, like that. But my lean was they play their guys and they, they play. Uh, now, there was mixed opinions on that, I think, on the show. I think a lot of people, you know, you just have to decide. It, do you think that there's a chance that they don't play their guys full snaps, full on? Um, if that's the case, then you probably don't want anything to do with this game. Um, maybe you want the Houston defense. Uh, Houston's been really scrappy the last few weeks. I'll give them credit. They've played some solid teams, and they've played them tough, too. Not just like, I mean. The Chiefs. We, we saw the Chiefs game, the Dallas game. They gave Dallas, like, the Dallas game here. Um, they, they've really done a decent job down the stretch of at least trying to be competitive. And that's with like rotating quarterbacks and doing just different things, being out your number one running back in, in, in multiple wide receivers for games and stuff like playing your fourth and fifth string wide receivers for a lot of snaps. So they're doing this with a lot of different things and in a defense that everyone thought was like by far the worst defense uh, in the league coming into the, the the year and they play decent. So I guess it's just all on how you see this game going. And uh, that's, I think it's one of my biggest decisions of the week. Cause man, I would like Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback option on this slate. Uh, Jared Goff's going to be popular. He could be a perfect pivot. His options are all cheap too. You got uh, Zay Jones at 5k, by the way, why can't Zay Jones get priced above 5K? What does this man have to do to get a price tag at like 5,500 or six? Like he's he's been better than Christian Kirk. Like just he's just not bad. I've 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 I I constantly play him. Uh, he has like that. He's like the David Montgomery of wide receivers. He just has like this. All these people who think they're sharp all off season just come out with their uh, combine 
stats and they say that this guy can't play, right? And then and then nobody and then everyone calls him a fish play all season and nobody plays him like enough, even when he just smashes, smashes, he's out on the field, he's their deep threat. It's uh he, he they go to him in the red zone. Lawrence is locked in on him in the red zone like all, all season long. So but I think it's like unfair to just tag a guy like that when he's been in the league for so long. He's clearly developed since year one, you know, year two, year three. Like, this man's been in the league a while. He's been in different systems. He was uh, – Derek Carr, when he was with the Raiders, Derek Carr said – He was a deep threat. Was, he, well, he said he was, like, the hardest-working guy. He said he was always available whenever Carr wanted to throw. Any time of the day, it could be the, the earliest time, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., he was always there. He never missed the session. He was always one of the receivers out there catching with them. And I think just the hard work clearly has paid off. You can't just tag a guy like that from his combine numbers. Like people doing that just have no idea what they're talking about. So uh, watch an actual football game instead of just looking at stuff that happened six years ago. So, yeah, I mean, these guys would be good plays. Evan Ingram's been a, a great fantasy tight end the last three or four weeks. Um, you know, what does he have like three touchdowns in the last four weeks? He's gotten over a hundred yards, two of the last three weeks, 57, 15, 10, eight targets the last four weeks. I mean, the guy's just been crushing. He's still 4,400. This would be a good stack. And I think you could, you, you could run it back with the Houston guy, but you don't need to, um, you, you, you could just run it and hope Houston scores uh, enough points to stay somewhat competitive, but it's, guys that are just kind of unknown or, you know, whatever. And you, you'd have a nice fair price stack, but I wonder what, what are you guys doing with that situation? Cause I think that's one of the situations you got to make a call on one way or the other. Yeah. I think if we get the correct news, there's no issue going to these guys. I like the Zay Jones call Evan Ingram, like complete resurgence in terms of his play. Well, not like a resurgence. He's finally come along. It's been like six years, and we're finally seeing the Evan Ingram, who's all-world talent, and now it's beginning to translate to football. Um, just a matter of if they're going to like. Roll how much of that is being stuck on the Giants? You know what I it's, mean? Like, well, it has to be stuck on the Giants. I mean, Daniel Jones. I don't know. Eli was kind of towards the end, right? Um, yeah, and he was terrible. Like two seasons, he was terrible. Yeah, he's he obviously looks like a player now, so. I don't mind. And you guys made the point on Zay Jones. Like, Zay Jones is fine. I think you can play him. He's getting the red zone targets. He's been good all year. I think we have to kind of shake the narrative around Zay Jones. And if they're all in and they're ready to go and coach is going to play them in this game, I wouldn't mind rostering some Jags. Um, all right. And then other than that for games, just trying to scan here. So we do have the – so depending on what site you play on, so DraftKings has the the Chargers Rams, um, and uh, Cam Akers looked looked uh, looked pretty good in the last game, and uh, Chargers Run D is su- suspect, so that could be a play, but um, that's on the DraftKings slate only. FanDuel didn't include that. They have the they're sitting there stuck with the Pittsburgh Baltimore uh, Ravens game because of the they switched uh, to the uh, the primetime game. So Yahoo and FanDuel have uh, no no Chargers, no Rams, but they do have the late game Steelers, Ravens, um, 
and which is funny. And Yahoo used to be like that at one point. They used to have the include that on Sundays, but then they switched it. But anyways, um, so that game's there. Like the game that's just a complete crapshoot is the Cardinals at the Falcons, right? Like both of these teams have nothing to play for. And uh, good luck. I, I have no idea what's going to go on there. And like, uh, Hop- is Hopkins not going to play? He's he's been bitching in the media. I know that he got tagged questionable. I saw that. So yeah. Um, and uh, it's uh, David Blaine, uh, magician, is uh, starting for them. D- David Blau. Yeah. Blau. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blah. Yeah. Always interesting when these guys come in. I mean, Minshew. Minshew was awesome. Um, but, and, uh, they're on the slate again, uh, Philly, uh, against the saints. I don't know. There's a bunch of games, but let's, uh, let's start it off at, uh, Oh, the giants are, I want to bet on the giants, the giants. Uh, Oh, it's actually come down. I wanted the uh, giants look like a nice Wong teaser, uh, pick that they, for the playoffs. I mean, they should, they should beat the Colts here. I, I would think, but anyways, um, let's start it off at running back. Then we'll get to quarterbacks, lead it over to wide receivers, follow with tight ends. And then Bobby's going to have his defense, uh, for us. And then we'll take it with stacks, but, uh, running backs, it's different. Like, I think like this week, it's like, it's less about like running backs. Like there are some good plays. Sure. But like, we probably should be starting at quarterback. Cause like, it's going to be like, which game are you hitting on in this game? But like, I, I don't feel like there's like a ton of must plays. McCaffrey is like, the guy's going to be the chalkiest, and I get it. It's against the 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 Raiders um, without Derek Carr, um, and that's interesting. So, like McDaniel's totally pulled like the "it's him, not me" card by like benching D- Derek Carr. Um, like he totally alphaed that right there. We'll see how, see how that plays out for him. But uh, anyways, McCaffrey and the the San Francisco D is probably going to be a pretty uh, popular combination. It's really just about his passing game work, but he did lose a lot of, of, uh, work, um, in the, in the last game to, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Davis price TDP, um, who got, got a bunch of carries, uh, nine carries. So, I mean, like that's eating and it didn't, didn't affect him at all in the passing game. So really that's where all the high value stuff is with McCaffrey is just getting those targets, especially in PPR. And it's a great matchup against the 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 Raiders for sure. Should be uh, they're uh, they're also really bad in the passing game. Um, they're thirty second in DVOA in the versus the pass. But we know Big Cock Brock is not going to be um, throwing all game. It's going to be leaning a lot on some of this running game in this in this game that they should be able to handle. Um, but they are twentieth in DVOA versus the rush. But he's going to be the chalk. Um, and it'll be interesting to get your guys' view on that. But uh, other than that, it gets a little dicey, right? Don't you don't you guys think like there's no like smash play Saquon because that game is so meaningful for the Giants at 8K I'm definitely interested in and with the with the Colts you know lying down here at this point in the season so I like that Miles Sanders is gonna get chalky but man I mean the Saints D is pretty good and uh, I'm not sure how that's gonna work out people I'm hearing a lot of talk about Brian Robinson because of the matchup against Cleveland. But, man, I mean, this guy had 22 carries. Granted, it was against San Francisco, but he got under six fantasy points on 22 carries, averaged 2.6 yards a carry, and only gets one target. You're not getting the passing game with him. It's going to be Gibson getting the passing game. Um, James Conn. So, oh, he is, he is out? So yeah, who's, he got ruled out. Okay. So they're so going with Jonathan Williams as the backup. Okay. 
So maybe he will get more passing game work, but uh, I, I don't even I, – I, I have no idea, to be honest with you. Um, Algier – you know, Tyler Algier looks like a beast, Like to be honest with you. Have you watched him at all? I yeah, see him really hurdle some guy the other day on the sideline last Sunday. I think it was. Yeah, he looks good. And like CPAP breaking down at this point in the season, old vet guy, like the what's the point of even like really using him? Um, I could see him being pretty good. James Connors getting a ridiculous workload um, and producing with it. Like he, he had a good game against a tough Tampa run D. Um, he got eight targets in that game, 15 rushes, so 23, 23 uh, touches. He got a TD, uh, a rushing TD. So if they're going to continue to use him, especially if uh, if Nuke doesn't end up playing this week, um, I mean, it could just be just lean on Connor, Connor, Connor all game. But also, like, at what point do they, like, just, you know, feed feed his – you know, who's backing him up? Um, he, they don't really uh, have – I mean, Keontae Ingram? That's the backup, I think. That's the yeah. backup. Yeah, that's the backup. It's like they're really – and there's Corey Clement, like, hey, I think he got, like, a touch. <laughs> like, uh, um, yeah, he got one target uh, against the, the Pats one, one week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I mean it just seems like their Connor should just workload should just dominate in this. But uh but none of these plays feel great to me. So and Ramondre Stevenson was gonna be a great play until now they're talking about Harris uh slicing off. And you know, he's been banged up and he really disappointed against Cincy. The you know, the the targets were there, the rushes were there, he just didn't produce. It was a you know, it's just easy to key in on him, to be honest with you. I mean, Mac is just not not doing it. Um Dalvin Cook potentially in play in that big game. I guess Dalvin. I, I can get behind Dalvin against Green Bay. So, I, I, long story short, I don't really feel good about any of these running backs, even McCaffrey, to be honest with you. So, what are you guys thinking? JSC, you want to go? Yeah, I mean, first of all, the Raiders situation, it does it feel like a little uh, Raiders quit on coach type uh, narrative here for you boys? Because you benched Derek Carr for Jared Stidham. I don't think the whole team was on board with that. And uh, I don't know. I, I could see McCaffrey having a nice game, but he's 9K. Uh, I'm probably not going to play guys like Jacobs, Saquon, I'm not going to go there, but I get, I get what you're saying. The game, like, at least is meaningful, not paying for Eckler. I, I like what you said about Connor just from a workload perspective. Just seems like the workload's just going to be there. So, I mean, he, he seems like a safe play. Safe I think I think Dalvin um, has some upside at 7K in a good matchup, um, not touching Kamara. Montgomery at 6'9", I'm not going to play. Stevenson, no thank you. ETN, it's not a bad matchup, but Houston's been better. I'm probably not going to play ETN. If I play the Jacksonville side, it's probably going to be the passing game. So for me, uh, I like these running backs more in this 5K range. Uh, I, li- I like uh, Tyler Algier call at 5'3". I think he's good on DraftKings. Miles Sanders, I mean, New Orleans obviously got the play in that terrible weather game against Cleveland, which helped. But uh, against Atlanta, they just got friggin' destroyed on the ground against Atlanta. 
And it was to the point where Atlanta couldn't throw because Ritter couldn't like literally do anything through the air. So they just kept running the football, just run and run and run. They were running the same play like literally like 10 times in the third quarter, just this little toss, and they would get four, five, six yards of carry. It was ridiculous. So uh, I think Sanders could have a good game. I think that uh, Lenny Fournette at 5'6", his volume in the passing game is just ridiculous. And remember, too, as the games become more and more – they still need to win, right? Tampa still needs to win. They got teams nipping on their their heels. They're not uh, for sure in yet locked in to that division. So they need to win, I'm pretty sure, right? Like they're – let me just double check on that. So they're 7-8 and right now. Yeah, they're not locked into anything. Carolina is right behind them at six and nine. So they need this game. I think Lenny makes a ton of sense. He's probably going to play a lot. Meaningful game. Saw 60% of the snaps last week. Got 10 targets through the air. Got 20 rushing attempts. I mean, shit. Brady Brady proved one thing in that game. He proved that he can still throw a screen. Oh, right. he's going to keep throwing them too. Yep. That's that's my point with Lenny. He's five six on DraftKings. You're getting that PPR. He's going to get five plus targets probably, and he's going to get a bunch of rushing attempts. I think. I think it's a close game, and uh, yeah, it means a lot of Lenny at five six. So I'm I, I like Lenny. Um, you're right there. You're OG. right there. You're right there. Somebody that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight. You're right okay. there in the price range. I'm almost there. Brian Robinson, I'll definitely play some of Cam Akers on DraftKings only. I, I'll play some just because man, he's just started to get all the work for some reason. Um, and the Chargers just stink. I, I'm I'm off the Chargers. Uh, I just can't. I'm not playing. I'm not playing any of these guys in DFS. Uh, Eckler's been the only like consistent dude, but man, it's Keenan, just Keenan. Keenan's been good. He's been good. Yeah, he's been good. He's been fine. I like. He does. I wish he got more looks like in the end zone. They do. Like my problem is the offense though. Like Herbert's just not been good. Like yeah, Keenan's been crazy. fine. Herbert's just not been good though. So yeah, I'm off of it. I don't like Cam Akers. And then there's three cheap running backs that I think you can play because they're the stone – well, one or two that I really like. But Khalil Herbert is the stone man at 4K. No one's going to play this dude. But he got 40% of the snaps literally his first week back from being out for like five weeks with an injury. Comes back, he gets that much. I think he kind of works in even a little more. He's 4K. Detroit couldn't stop the RPO last week with Sam Darnold. They were just getting gashed. They got gashed against the Bears uh, with the RPO. Obviously, Justin Fields ran all over them. They remember that. So I think it opens up a lot more of these running backs here. And at 4K, I could see Herbert, you know, getting some work in the passing game too. Got three targets last week. I could see him getting a little bit more on that as well. So I like Herbert for tournaments. Again, Millie Baker type play. No one's going to play him. And the same thing goes for this kid uh, from Washington, Jonathan Williams. Uh, He's going to be the backup, it looks like. They're going to play two running backs. Like, I like Brian Robinson. He's cheap. But they're not just going to play him, like, the entire game. They're going to probably give him 20 attempts rushing but he's not going to play the whole game. They're going to give this kid Williams some looks and he's 4k 
And Cleveland is literally the best matchup for a running back in football right now. So I think you can play this kid in, in Millie Makers as well. Coming in hot. Still didn't hit the you still didn't hit the uh the play that I was gonna say. The, the Kirky play. Please tell me it's not it's, it's Zach. I, I said no, I, night. I say it every single week. It's DeAndre Swift. <laughs> oh god. I was gonna get into Swift. I think this is a great flop lag spot for Swift. Oh god. Everyone. I mean the the snaps were there. <laughs> the routes he had twenty four routes compared to uh, the snaps uh, were there. What snaps are you looking at? Hold on, let me. I think he got 50, 50, uh I think he got fifty six percent of the snaps. Did he? Double check that. Yeah. Hold on. So it oh, just you're right. Did. He did. He did. Yep. He got fifty six. So he got his highest snaps, fifty six percent last week. Right. Like so. Like I felt like, and I liked them last week, but. Um, it didn't translate, right? The game didn't translate. They were, he also they were also in comeback mode too for a lot of that game. So that was uh, that could certainly be why he got uh, much more snaps. But he ran twenty four routes as opposed to six for Jamal Williams, nine for Justin Jackson. Why is Justin Jackson a thing? I don't know. I still don't get it. He got five targets. The other guys got one and two. Um, he only got four rushing attempts. He got he split red zone work with Jamal Williams. He got three red zone opportunities. So did Jamal Williams. So I mean, it's like like all signs are like pointing. Yes, yes, yes. He's cheap. I believe in the talent. It's the game. It's the spot where people aren't going to play. You know, in this game. But is he probably going to fail? Probably again. But am I going to play him? Yes, I am. But uh, Bobby, what are you thinking? That's yeah, the best so. line of the show. He's probably going to fail. Yeah. Am I going to play him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Swift too. I didn't play him last week, but 56% of the snaps. Just the the issue is Jamal Williams and Justin Jackson are going to work in still. And but at 5-3, he kind of fits like how construction's going. Everyone's kind of paying up for McCaffrey and then going to these 5K running backs. Um so Swift would definitely be in the play. I like JSU's calling Leonard Fournette. Just getting so much work in the passing game. They're gonna. It's getting later in the year. They're gonna lean on him. It is the one pass. I've watched a lot of Tom Brady this year. It is the one pass Brady can still throw. Yeah. Is that screen pass? So yeah, I don't mind getting to Leonard Fournette at five six. I think he's a pivot off like the Tyler Algiers, Brian Robinsons, who I also think are good plays. Like I, I have no issue playing those guys. They'll be in my pool. Miles Sanders at fifty nine hundred. I think Miles Sanders is. With Minshew, it's just a much better situation. So I don't mind going to uh, Sanders in the spot for that price tag. And the two spend-ups for me is like Christian McCaffrey, 9K. That's where construction is kind of leading everyone. I'm going right back to McCaffrey. I know he failed me and everyone else last week, but I have no issue playing him. And then Barkley would be another guy at 8K. Giants need to win. Last week we saw it like we've seen throughout the season, like they lean on him. Their offense is like at times sputters, but – I don't. I, I wouldn't mind Barkley at 8K. Is it weird uh, to you guys that DeAndre Swift, like the whole year, it felt like he was hurt? They were kind of holding him back from himself because he was hurt, and then they're getting just absolutely smacked at halftime and in, in the beginning of the third quarter, and he still played that many more snaps than the other two guys. Is that weird to anyone? Uh, like they just ran them, they just ran them that much when they were just completely out of it. Like they were dead in the third quarter. 
Like literally going into the third quarter, they were pretty much dead. Yeah. I mean, that's another way to put it. And that's probably the correct take to be honest with you, because like I keep falling for it every week, but I, I just think this guy is so much better. Like what do they know that I don't like Swift is good. He's just, just fragile. But if he's fragile, why is he out there at the end of the that's, game? Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't get yeah. it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really understand it. I like the, the I like the Herbert call at 4K. Like they're gonna work Herbert in. They love Herbert. It, he seems like over he's my good dead, over my dead body. He's good too. They want. I know him. Kirkwood loves himself. They want to work him in, dude. He's got Nobody posters up on his wall. Of David Montgomery. I, I don't I gotta get a Monty jersey. I gotta get a Montgomery jersey. How do you not have a Monty probably on, jersey? It's probably on sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What I've come away from this is I've come away from you know, yes, yeah, you put you turn the light on in my head for Lenny Fournette. I'm in, I'm in with Lenny Fournette. Um, Bobby uh gave me the go ahead with Miles Sanders. Um, you know, it is a much different situation. He's an actual like running back as opposed to having to like hope to get the running touches with Hertz on, out there, like completely different situation. I'm in, um, I'm in on, I'm personally in on Dalvin and Saquon because they're, these games are important. They're really solid running backs. I think they provide a really good floor uh, in a week where it's tough. Um, and then my, my, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to load up on cam acres. Um, I mean, the dude, 75% of the snaps looked so good. I, I had him uh, on that showdown. Um, uh, which is what he what he went nuts in that last game, um, and I you know I've been kind of riding him because the writing was on the wall the week before he had seventy six percent of the snaps, um, and he followed it up with seventy five percent. You know they got rid of uh, Daryl Henderson, so there's like really everyone's been trying to make this uh, Kieran Williams a thing, um, but uh, it's not. And this is just like Acres go out and prove to me that you can still play. You know it's been his time, and and he I think he's proven it. And you know the the you. Anyone again, I'm I four 4K head chopper against the Chargers. I think I'm in, to be honest with you. So I gotta take Cam Akers in this spot. Um the, the Chargers are 28th in DVOA versus the run. Uh he's cheap. He doesn't look like he's gonna be too owned. So I think he makes for a great tournament play. That's that's where I right now. Derwin James, head chopper wants nothing to do with Derwin James. Do you see that hit he put on the, the yeah, he uh, got he got uh, he got ejected. Oh my god, that hit was it was vicious. That was vicious, man. I mean, no thank you. Just we I just mean, avoid Doolin, we, right? It was Ashton Doolin. That's yep. what it was. That poor guy. Poor, poor mean, guy. Poor dude. Yeah. Uh, especially after he, you know, got the touchdown for us all in showdown the week before at like 200. And then they gotta they gotta they gotta reward him with that hit from James. Um, all right, that's running back. Do you have a do you guys have a take on do you care about Ramondre at all? I'm not playing. I'm not paying up for a Patriots guy. If I'm playing a Patriots guy, it's a it's a Stoneman 3K Patriots guy. 6800 is a tough. Like he's kind of coming in the middle of like where everyone is. So I don't want to pay up for running back either. I feel like the receiver position is just going to be better this week, dude. I think. Look, I think if we just play Lenny and Cam Akers, we're golden. I I think so. Yeah, Andre seen ninety one percent of the snaps last week. Just a heads up. But wait, was Harris in? I can't remember. Yeah, but Harris wasn't. He he uh seven percent. He was like there was there was a problem, but now there's like coach speak that Harris is going to be okay for this game. 
Yeah, he didn't even play last week. Yeah. He hasn't played in weeks. Yeah. He's going to get something, Bob. They're not going to give Ramon. Yeah, they're not going to give him. I'm Harris I, nothing. If he's back and healthy, Harris is going to play. He's going to get, get touches. Stevenson will still get more than Harris, I think. But it's it, a good yeah. matchup too versus Miami. I don't know. I, I I could Stevenson can make my pool. I can't go Harris. All right, <laughs> I can't go him either. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like AJ Dillon's kind of interesting too at fifty eight hundred. That's what I mean. I think the there's just better running backs in the range. We didn't even bring up Dylan. I agree with you though. I think he's better than Harris. You got Miles Sanders at five nine. You got Lenny right under him at or same price at five six. Algier, Brian Robinson, even Swift, like you guys talked about. Like you got a bunch of guys in that range. I, I don't think you could play Damian Harris. All right, let's move it on over to quarterback. The chalk of the week, we're finally here, is Jared Goff, believe it or not, um, in the game with the highest total in the Dome. He averages 24 points uh, a game at home versus 15 points on the road. Um, the Bears are 32nd in fantasy points allowed to the QB position, dead last. Um, they are 29th in passing DVOA. Um, he's got a easy pairing with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um so uh, he's going to be extremely popular. Um, the other guy, because it's a must-win game, uh, and is going to be popular, though maybe he shouldn't be, but he's getting the, the cheat code matchup against the, the Vikings, is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has not done anything. This, he's hit 20 fantasy points once, and it was right at 20 against Dallas. Um, they, they run a lot. He hasn't been accurate. I, I mean, he – Whatever he took, that ayahuasca or whatever the hell that you know is, uh, he's been tripping on. I, I don't think I don't think it worked worked too well for him in this this aspect in football. But anyways, they're at home, they're rolling at least from like winning perspective. Um, but the problem is, I would like him more if Watson is in and healthy. Like that's like you take away one of his weapons, it just gets a little bit thinner. I I did speak earlier about my like for for Dobbs. I think you could kind of. Um, push his role up if uh, Watson is hurt or limited in, in any fashion. But like, I'm just like, why are they using Randall Cobb? Um, and uh, I, I don't know, but like Rogers behind Rogers is Justin Fields. So the other side of that, I mean, Fields in the dome, lower ownership than golf on a week where maybe there's value enough value where we can make it happen. Like, I mean, he could, he could be the play. Trevor Lawrence is right there. Um, if you uh, believe in they're going to go all out in this game, which I'm leaning, that's the way I think after just talking with you is, is that they, you know, they probably will play this game hard. Maybe like, like, like you said, JSU fourth quarter comes around and they're uh, in control of this game. Uh, they, they could rest a little, but I think by that point, then you're going to have some good fantasy production on your side already on a, on a week when there's a lot of tough stuff going on. And I'm not confident that will be the case anyway, with the way that Houston has been playing people. Um, just like uh, you said, JSU. So they get that Gardner Minshew. And then below that is Patrick Mahomes. It's like the answer is always Mahomes, I, I think. So like, and I know, and I'm not going to play maybe Daniel Jones in this must win. Uh, I faded Daniel Jones last week, but like, I mean, this is a different matchup, but like, do you guys think the Colts like are just dead completely dead? Like what, what do they have to play for? I, the, my issue with the Colts, if you play Daniel Jones, you got to see production on the Colts side, in my opinion, offensively. 
and I just don't see much. Like yeah. that's my problem. You just gotta... feed Saquon. Feed Saquon to your victory. They're still starting like, folds, I think... right? I mean, God. Are you? How is an Ellinger getting a chance? I know he's. I think not he. Either. I think uh, is is. I think I think he's playing. Is is he this week? Wait, hold on. Uh, no, I think they said that Foles is going to remain the starter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what ridiculous. I mean, he was so bad. I mean, he's just old. He, yeah. Again, now I wouldn't, I, when I say I would roster head chopper at the running back position, <laughs> I would not roster him at quarterback. It's a big difference. It's right. You know, it's a, there's a big difference. Definitely there. so I, just, I just wanted to make that clear. I just wanted to make that clear. Um, what about, uh, big cock Brock? I think Purdy's in play if you stack him with McCaffrey. Same with Jones. Like I, I, I think Jones with Saquon. And nobody wants to tackle Kit. I mean, you've been watching. So Kittle was on yeah. my uh, Rainmaker team. That was what uh, he was one of the guys that did it. But nobody just wants to tackle this dude at this point in the season. Yeah, problem, I don't hate Purdy. My problem with Purdy is look at his passing attempts. The volume's just not there. 21, 26, 22 is last three games. 15 you have to is think last the, game, yeah. You have to think as Raider, uh, the Raiders. 22. You know, the Raiders put up a fight. If you think Stidham can move the ball against San Francisco, then, yeah, I'd say Purdy's in play. But I don't know about you guys. I don't really feel confident that Jared Stidham's going to be able to move I, football. I do not matters. feel confident that he's able to do that. He just, so and, I, they, I just don't and they don't have to. Play. Just play George Kittle if you want a piece of Purdy. Or just yeah, play you know McCaffrey what? or you whatever. Know, you know what? You know? Um, I look at the last two two starts for this other starter, who's fifty four hundred, and he's had in his last two starts, he had forty four and fifty seven pass attempts, and then you like then you you put that next to like Brock Purdy, who's got twenty two with fifteen completions, right? Like I'm talking Mike White here against Seattle. I, I think Mike White's in play. I, I like him. Yeah, I'm fine with Mike White. I like a little got, Mike White, Garrett Wilson stack. Get, Get out, Zach Wilson. See you later. Like I've said it all along, you can't play the. You can't. You can't build a franchise around these country club kids. You can't do it. Like it, the writing's on the wall. He stinks. He's got no heart. Um, oh, uh, Tyler Conklin's down there at two nine. I, can I mean, he showed it when he blamed his teammates. Like, and it was him. You know what I mean? Like that. Just you lose a locker room quicker. Nothing loses a locker room quicker than that. And I speak that as someone who sits on my couch and watches football every weekend. So I, I'm qualified to make that uh, make that statement. But anyways, uh, who and then who else is there? I mean, what about Kurt? I mean, is Kurt Cousins really not going? to – It's crazy that he's he's showing kind of low ownership on the other side of this game. Well, people like to play Kurt Cousins at home, too, right? So like that's probably yeah. some of it. But like, um, if you're playing Jefferson, you know. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like I'd be fine with him. I just think Trevor Lawrence is better right next to him. If you just believe that he is gonna play, but like, yeah, I like him better than Aaron Rodgers, who's gonna get ownership in the same game. So I'm I'm with you there. Uh, Justin Fields at seven nine, like how is Justin Fields like is my favorite play at seven nine. I think he's gonna have a big game, um, you know, and he's gonna get ownership. But not many people are gonna want to pay almost eight k. For a quarterback, I think on this slate, I think a lot of people will take the savings. 
with some of these uh, 6K and, and under guys. And so Justin Fields, to me, is 7-9. I'm, I'm going to play some of him. I think that Mike White call is, is solid. Uh, the guy I like down at 5K is Teddy Bridgewater. I don't see much of a drop-off from Tua to him, personally. And we've seen him have success already this season in this offense. Now, obviously, um, got injured, you know, start one of the games. But, you know, when he's in there, I feel like he can give you a solid performance. He still has those same weapons, the the good offensive scheme that, that Tua had. And I think Teddy Bridgewater can perform well enough against New England. And New England, uh, one thing about New England is they've struggled in the secondary a little bit. And you can attack these corners, and they got the skill dudes to do it. So Teddy Bridgewater's 5K. Uh, you're going to get these Miami receivers at under 10%, probably under probably 5% or less. I mean, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle are going to be so low-owned. I don't know if you need to double stack. I don't think you need to double stack them. But I think you could easily make a Teddy single stack with him. And then um, if you wanted to run it back with a Patriot, Tyquan Thornton got he was almost in, he was in for almost like every play last uh last game didn't get much work but was on the field a ton and Hunter Henry if he's in Johnny Smith is out and Miami struggled against the tight end they've given up a bunch of touchdowns to the tight end Hunter Henry at 3k I think is a decent tight end play so there are ways to you know kind of pair this game up and get pieces Dude, their corner, they're missing like both their corners, uh, Jack Jones and Marcus Jones. Yeah. You know, they're, like, they're, this, this, they're, they're like so thin and nobody's talking about it in their defense. And like you're facing uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Like, I don't care who's throwing to them. They're like the yards after the catch monsters. Like, if you, you could put Tom Brady in there and these guys are going for 80 yard touchdowns, you know, like breaking one. Yeah, I think it's I think the Patriots from a defensive side, they they have like not just those guys that are out, but some of their other guys, I'm pretty sure, are dealing with injuries. They might not they might play this game, but like Jalen Mills, I know, has been dealing with an injury. Um he he didn't play last game. He's questionable for this game. He got an unlimited practice on Friday, didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday. So even if he plays, he's coming in kind of – he's got to be coming in kind of nicked up. And then uh, Jonathan Jones, their other cornerback, he has a he had an injury too. He practiced all week limited. He's questionable. So you just got guys that, you know, not just those two guys on the, – the other two guys you talked about that are out, Marcus Jones and Jack Jones, but the two other main cornerbacks are also coming in even if they play with injuries. I just think it's a spot you can attack when you got two skill guys like Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Teddy Bridgewater can do enough to get those guys the football. I think. Yeah, I'm in. What are you thinking, Bobby? Yeah, so I'm going right to the Detroit uh, Chicago game. Fields and Goff. Goff's going to be the cash game guy. Uh, I like the field, just getting up, paying, you're flipping the construction, paying 7,900 for field. So he seems like a play that I'd want to get to. Uh, the Mike White call, like throwing the ball as much as he has. I really like Garrett Wilson. He's going up against Seattle. It's a good matchup. So 
for me, I think Mike White's interesting. I like Bridgewater as well. Like if you're taking those cornerbacks out and then it's Jalen Waddle and Tyreek. Jalen Waddle just kills the Patriots. But Jalen Waddle, Tyreek, I don't think there's – like JSU said, I don't think there's much of a drop-off. Um, Pat would be like – like I want to play Mahomes at 8,500. I do worry about if they're able to fight back this Denver team. Like I don't know. It, it, I want to get to Mahomes, but – at that price tag, I think I'd probably play – I'd just probably play Fields and save the 600. Um, he is a good play, though, for, for regardless. It's Patrick Mahomes. Um, and then outside of that, really, I don't know. I don't want to say Brady, but I, I like Leonard Fournette. I, I don't like – Yeah, there you go. It's like why – yeah, we, we can get all the production with Lenny. <laughs> yeah, we just play Lenny. Just play Lenny. I So I got one more, too, just because I – so Washington's defense, so Washington's defense, pretty solid against the run. They got good interior play. Um, they're going up against Cleveland. Uh, and on the Washington side, you obviously have a really good plus matchup for the running backs. Uh, but I think on the other side, the Cleveland side, as much as I don't, don't like don't Deshaun do it. Watson. Don't do it. Don't do it. He, I think for tournaments – they're going to have to throw because I think to to beat Washington, you're you're going to have to throw to beat them, and I think you can beat them with those corners they got. They got good skill players in Cooper and DPJ. I think you could stack Deshaun Watson this week in Millie Maker formats. I, again, I don't love Deshaun Watson. I think it's more just the game is going to force them into this way. I think Washington gets up. I like Washington to win this game, but. I think there's points in this game. I think it goes over the total, and I think the production is going to come more through the air for Cleveland. I think they're going to have some success through the air with some of these uh, wide receivers and their matchups, and then uh, I think Washington could score on the other side to keep this game kind of moving. So that'll be another, you know, again, it's not a mil- it's not like a, you know, a cash game, uh, you know, safe play. This is a tournament play. This is going to be – Two percent owned. No one's stacking this game up, and like the Patriots game, no one's going to stack that game up either. Uh, you know, I think Fields is the best play. Fields is the best play by far. Jared Goff is the best price per dollar quarterback. That's why he'll be the highest owned in cash games in every format. He'll be the highest owned, and so those are just two guys I think in the five K range you can pivot to in tournaments that have some upside, I think. I'm with it. But one thing that's become clear clear and obvious to me is that we're all like, we're all sick of Justin Herbert, right? Like he's looked terrible. Yeah. Everyone's like we, sick of him. Yeah. They're running. They were just feeding, like they're just running the ball when they got down to the red zone. Um, but it's like, if this, you know, this is a Rams team that could lay over at any point in time. They're at home. He's got all these elite weapons, and it feels like nobody's playing him now. Like, should we? Should this be the spot where we jump on? Like, maybe he gets right. I don't know. I just one. What I do know is I don't want to play him. Like I've played him so much lately. <laughs> I, I can't play him. I I can't pay seven one for him. I can't do it. If I get up there, how do I not just play Fields? Right? Yeah. Like in my head, I just can't do it. All right, um, wide receiver. Um, 
obviously, let's start at the very top. Justin Jefferson is just a cheat code. He's just ridiculous. Uh, north of 30 fantasy points in four of his last five games. Uh, he is going for records still, which is nice. This is a meaningful game. Their defense can't stop anyone, so he's they're just they're they're just involved in shootouts the weekend and week out. Uh, will Green Bay slow the game down? Yes, I, that's one thing I'm confident in is that they will slow the game down. So maybe there's a little bit less upside than typical, and you know it's it's outdoor, it's in Green Bay, but like I got there's no holes to poke. It's the only hole is that his salary is 9,500. Um, other than that, the obvious chalk one is Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, this is just target, target, targets. He's, you know, been quiet after those two monster games he had in week 12 and week 13. Um, but he's had the the targets, right? He had 13 targets. It was a tough matchup against Carolina. He had 10 targets in a tough matchup against the Jets. He flopped um, against uh, Minnesota um, in, in a game that, you know, he still had nine targets, you know, decent production. But this seems like a great spot against the Bears, pasty that just is Swiss cheese at this moment. Um we do have some cheaper options, like we mentioned Zay Jones at 5K against Houston. I think he's a great play, um, you know, especially coming back after a bad game last week against the Jets in a really tough matchup. Um, if they are going all out against Houston, I think it's a good spot. Keenan Allen is the one guy I'm confident in. You know, he uh, – a little biased. I played him in show, uh, captain in showdown on that slate, and that's all I needed to do to, to cash. But uh, – you know, he got, he got peppered with targets. Like, even though he didn't get the red zone and they, they did run it, um, it's just hard. 14 targets last game. He's uh, talented. He also – I don't think he even stepped out of bounds on that one. Did you see that that play, that ridiculous tightrope where he should have had a, had a touchdown? But um, regardless, I think he's a good play. Lazard may get some steam with Watson going out, but I think the play to be to do that is get take a low on Dobbs. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Brandon Ayuk has the best matchup out of everybody, according to Pro Football Focus. It's going to be extremely loaned. Um, Drake, this my boy, Drake the Snake London, um, looks like uh, re re rejuvenated with 12, 11, and 9 targets now that uh, it's it's Ritter at the helm. Um, so I, I like him for cheap. So I think there's a lot of ways to go here in this slate, actually. So, like, there's we have, like, a kind of a – Mid kind of a stacked mid range, I think. I feel better about the mid range, I guess. This this week is what I'm saying. And we, you know, with the the high end, the only high end guy, like super high end, is Justin Jefferson. Um, what stands out to you, JSU? Yeah, I mean Jefferson has to be the best play on the board. I think Amon Ross St. Brown could have the most ownership though, um, just being that Jared Goff's going to be the highest quarterback in the highest total game. Amon Ra, you know, obviously Jared Goff's success at home, everyone's going to flock to guys like Amon Ra. So I think he's the highest priced guy uh, that gets the most ownership, like at the top. But uh, Jefferson to me is just the, the overall best play if you can get to him. I got no issues with Amon Ra. He can rack up a ton of receptions. I'll keep saying it, though, those Miami pass receivers are the pivots in tournaments at the top for me. After that, you, you get down into like that 5K range where you got guys like Garrett Wilson, who looks like a really good play with Mike White back. Um, Alan Lazard, if Christian Watson's out, I think becomes a pretty good play. Um, Amari Cooper at 5'8", nobody's going to play Cooper. And I think for tournaments, we've seen him have – it's pretty much boom bust, it feels like, with, with someone like him. So uh, 
you know, 10 targets last game. And that was in terrible conditions, uh, just awful conditions. Slipped, should have had a touchdown too. Slipped in the back of the end zone, was wide open, just kind of slipped and fell and would have would have caught it probably because there was no one around him if he didn't slip and fall. But uh, he, to me, is, is going to get heavy targets again here, and I think he's good. Uh, same thing with his guy, Donovan Peoples-Jones. On the other side, he's cheap. Um, cheaper guys than that, I think you can make a case for like a Curtis Samuel or Jahan Dotson if you wanted to. Samuel had – they both had some pretty good games with Carson Wentz early. Samuel had more of like the consistent lower – ADOT-type uh, pass receptions, Dotson getting in the end zone. You know, so you can make the case for either one of them at their prices. DJ Chart, to me, though, 4,300. Yeah. He's been really, really good, and everyone's going to play Amon Ra. DJ Chart will probably come in at, like, 10 to 12%, whereas Amon Ra is going to come in at, like, 20-something percent. So for tournaments, I think he, he makes some sense uh, pairing up with, uh, with Goff. Uh, maybe I mean, he's it, lower than ten percent. It feels know. like he's definitely going to catch like a fifty-yard touchdown in this game. I mean, he's been frigging good. Like he's been really, really good. So, and he's been good without even getting in the end zone some of these weeks. So, it, yeah, I agree. It feels like he could uh, he could catch uh, the end zone. And then news you got to monitor: DeAndre Hopkins questionable. If he's out, I mean, Greg Dorch. Even if Hopkins is in, Greg Dorch kind of slid in and. Uh, was a, a guy that was just racking up short receptions and he could do it again. He's stone three K you're going to need some savings on this slate, especially if you want to play the Justin Jefferson's, the Christian McCaffrey's um, all those type of plays. So at three K, I think he's in play Taekwon Thornton. I brought up for the Patriots. I think at three K he played like almost all the snaps last week. I think they keep kind of giving him some run, being younger guy that that is super talented too. So um, Patriots aren't out though. That that's a good target too on this slate. Like there are some games with some of these teams where like it's very meaningful to them. Like Miami and New England, that's a big game, right? Miami's in that last wild card seed right now. But New England is right behind them. They're like a game back, I think. So this game has to be, you know, one of those like very meaningful games to both these teams. It's not just like one side has something to play for and the other side doesn't. Like both these teams both have something to play for, a divisional game. So I think it's a good game that no one's going to want to attack. But in, in tournaments – it kind of makes some sense to maybe attack on a slate where besides the bears game, bears Detroit game and the Minnesota green Bay game, all the other games kind of look the same. They're all low totals. They're all like in the low forties or, or thirties and that you're going to have to, you know, take some chances on some of those games. So uh, everyone's going to play the bear. If you think you're being sneaky playing the bears in Detroit, you're not, you know, uh, that that's going to have ownership. But after that, you're going to get some really low-owned game stacks if you go with some of these uh, lower total games. What um, pass catchers on the Bears? Oh, God. I don't know. Cole Komet. back. Cole yeah, Komet. Yeah, that's the guy, right? Like, it just Komet. Khalil Herbert. 
I could even play Khalil Herbert. Like I, I'm not going to play these wide receivers though. There's no chance. Um, you oh, missed... I like the Herbert call. Would definitely like the Herbert call. I feel like Matt Bobby's going to mention mention the guy that you missed. Are you going to Bobby? You got uh, Shahid on your uh, radar at all? Oh yeah, I got. Him I really too. like Shahid. Yeah, I, I think Shahid's a good play. JSU talked like Dorch. All these like. Well, we're kind of stuck for value, seeing a lot of like tight end, double tight ends and optimals. Um, yeah, I don't mind Shahid. He's been fantastic when he's been in. Uh, I, could, I could definitely roster him. I, I know the Eagles secondary is better than their front seven, but I still think he's a guy that is just game-breaking speed and GPP, so I don't mind getting him. like the Chark call. Like I didn't realize Chark was 4-3. I, I, I think he's an interesting pivot. Off of Amonra or stacking with Amonra. I really like Amonra St. Brown at 7,800. I think he's a phenomenal play. I, I prefer him just because of the savings, like most will. To like, just, People are going to – he's going to be the more optimal play than, say, Justin Jefferson at 9,500. But um, maybe get, if you can find your way up to the 9,500, like JSU said, I think Jefferson's fine. Garrett Wilson versus Seattle. Mike White. Kirk, Kirk talks about it. He throws the ball. He's been throwing it at a very high clip. All the volume's going to be condensed to Garrett Wilson. I like going to him. Drake London, since Ritter's been in there, he's seeing a ton of targets. He was seeing targets before, but they seem to have some sort of rapport that has been able to translate. Versus Arizona, I think he's a good play. Keenan Allen, um, no one wants to play Herbert. Like Maybe Keenan Allen goes a little bit under-owned than what he should. I don't mind paying the 7K for Keenan Allen. Um, I think there's a nice Zay Jones flop lag you can play. Um Trying to think outside of that. Keenan Allen outscores Amon Ross St. Brown this week. I, I, I'd, I'd take Amon Ross. What are do you want to make a bet? No, I'm just saying other people book it. Oh wow! Seriously, <laughs> come on, get in there. Get, get yeah, a bet you, going. I, I don't want to bet Bobby. I don't want to have. A... Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, we're we'll we'll keep it friendly. Um. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm, I I back every one of my calls. I would lay the house down on that, but I don't want to bet Bobby getting a. I get it. I get it. No, Bobby will come knocking on the door. I've <laughs> never kick, done kick, that. Kick it, kicking the door down. Yeah. <laughs> He's demanding his money right away. Um, um, I'm not playing tutu. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm not playing Tutu. Was Tutu shock recently? I feel like it was shock. Yeah, every showdown. Every showdown shock, yeah. Uh, Amari Co- I like the Amari Cooper call by JSU. Like, Washington's a pass funnel, even DPJ. Like, maybe you could play some Deshaun. And then these Miami receivers, like, these game – like, we've seen it last week, right? That Philly game, like, everyone wanted to stack that Philly game, but there are better options at receiver than, like, CD, CD Lamb or – Devontae Smith, but those two guys are game breakers. Like you see that with the Dolphins, we know Waddle, we know Tyreek, they're coming in low owned. And then on the other side, Taekwon Thornton at 3K, seeing that that amount of snaps, he's another absolute burner. Like this game could be competitive. I don't know. I don't want to say like even Mac Jones, I don't hate if we had to go, if I could do a redo at the quarterback position, I think I'd see myself playing some Mac Jones. Oof. Um, Myers is 5K, so it's like, I could play some Jacoby. I, I play I like Myers. That game. This game, this is this slate stinks for games. Like that was is... the cheapest touchdown that he got. The one that uh, it bounced off of. Uh, who who is it? And 
just fell in his lap. It was a feel-good score. It was the gods going back, getting. Oh, you you had him. I played him. Yeah, I played. Yeah. I feel play the feel-good narrative. He had to get back, you know. Yeah, after wow. giving the game away in in Vegas, just absolutely handing the ball to Chandler Jones for no reason. It was ridiculous. He had to get some redemption. There's a redemption curve in life. I know? still say it's Ramondre's fault. He would have never handed the ball to Chandler Jones if I think Ramondre he, didn't. He just back. got confused because he was like, "Why is he flipping it to me?" So he thought. But why aren't we blaming Ramondre? I think it it's I, I blame Ramondre fault. too. The ball went from Ramondre to Myers to Jones. I don't understand. You know who I, I, you know who I blame? I blame everything on Joe Judge and Mike Patricia, the two worst coaches on the planet, who are calling plays for this. They have no team. business calling plays, Patricia and Judge. No oh, business. Um, Imagine Matt Patricia calling your offense. I mean, that's just and that's that's what, that's, that's coming this uh, this Sunday. Um, all right, let's move it on over to tight end. Tight end is interesting because we have Kelsey. Um, you know, it's and it's, what's funny is Chalk is going to be Ingram. Um, like people are finally like, okay, I have to play him now. Four weeks in a row of just ridiculous targets. Um, George Kittle. Uh, has become a monster uh, without Debo. But huge games and back-to-back games, 25 fantasy points against Seattle, 33 last week against Washington. Um, nobody wants to tackle this guy. He's a, he's a beast. It's in him. Uh, Dallas Goddard, maybe he gets things going. Um, Cole Komet, we kind of mentioned. The interesting cheap punt play is Jelani Woods because Granson is out against the Giants, and the Giants have been uh, notoriously bad at stopping the tight end and over the middle of the field. Um, Woods looks like a beast to me. Like I, he's, you know, he's a guy you watch and you're like, why isn't this guy getting more, more targets? I mean, he just, he, he's like Chig, right? Like he, he just looks, they, they both look like absolute monsters out there on the field. Um, then, uh, yeah, I don't really like anyone else. I mean, I could be convinced on anybody, but, oh, and then Hawkinson, like it's God, this guy just, I mean, that's why the guy uh, in front of me at Hawkinson, I had to try to chase down. That was that was tilting. Uh, Thirty-eight or thirty-nine fantasy points last week. Sixteen targets. Giants could not stop him whatsoever. Uh, I guess that's kind of the thesis for the play going right back uh, with uh, Jelani Woods for cheap. But um, Hawkinson's in this big game. Uh, Fifty-four hundred still seems reasonable. Um, I don't know that those kind of things. And then Higby. I want to hear some thoughts on Higby because he's been like the just pepper. Baker's just been peppering him. It's been the the safety valve for him the, uh, since he uh, took over. What, do, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, so I like Komet. I think he's a really good play. He's the guy I want to stack with Fields. Uh, 4,500, I think he makes sense. He's really the only pass catcher that I feel okay stacking uh, Fields with outside of JSU's guy, Khalil Herbert. Hunter Henry, if Smith's out, I think he becomes a fantastic play at 3K going back to that Miami-New England game. Uh, wouldn't mind rostering him. Um, it's just a good price tag for him. Miami, like they're they're they've been abysmal all season versus tight ends. Travis Kelsey, always play Kelsey. I feel like playing Kelsey is probably the better option than just playing Mahomes in the slate. You just play Kelsey, um, just because Mahomes is price tag 8,100 for Kelsey. Yeah, you're paying up, but he's Travis Kelsey. Um, Dallas Goddard might be my favorite tight end play at 4,700. Like Minshew has shown, like 
reason to throw to Minshew's thrown to him in the past. He didn't really. It was his first game back last week. People were on him. If he's coming in a little bit lower on than he was last week, I'll probably be over the field on Goddard. Uh, outside of that, tight ends. That's pretty much my tight end player pull. I would say maybe uh, who was the Giants guy Bellinger there or, or someone. I don't even know. Three K Bellinger, uh, three two for. I'd much rather play Henry. I feel like. Um, Kittle is a good play at five nine. Well, I, I, it, it's just a matter. Of, do we think they're going to throw a ton? But it is condensed, so I don't know. The price increase, Kittle could make my pool. Uh, that's pretty much it for tight end for me. Yeah, I don't mind the Dallas Goddard call. Uh, the guys for me, like Cole Komet, like because we need someone to stack with Justin Fields. I think you can play him. Um, Tyler Higby. He's just been, he's just killed me. Like the last couple of weeks, he's just killed me. There's whatever no you do, way whatever you him. whatever you do with that guy, it's wrong. It's like there's I, no it's way. Yeah, exactly. there. There's no way I play Higby. There's I'm not chasing Higby. Dude, I needed him so bad as a there's pivot. No he like he dropped like an, an easy like sixty yard the touchdown. The problem like, is Baker's right? just throwing to him the whole frigging game. It's driving me nuts. Little nine I, yard, little nine yard outs for first downs over and over all all game. Yeah, I mean, geez, it's tough. He is questionable. I, I assume he plays. I think he plays. So, yeah, he's he's probably a good play again. But I get what Bob's saying. Like, if you haven't been on him, you probably should just stay off of him. I thought that with Justin Fields earlier in the year, too, though. So, we could be – I haven't yeah, played he, this guy five weeks in a row. <laughs> He's probably he every week. Yeah, he's probably a good play again. Jelani Woods and Hunter Henry, though, are definitely the two cheap tight ends I have. And then David Njoku's playing all the snaps. I think if you're stacking that game, he could be in your player pool as well. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the main guys. Juwan Johnson's a good pass-catching tight end. He's still cheap if you want to roll with him. But, you know, New Orleans is kind of a tough offense to peg. Um I think I would like him more too if like Olave got ruled out. So I'll, I'll wait on that news because he's still questionable. I'm pretty sure. Um, other than that, though, yeah, I think that's the tight end position for me at least. Um, did we mention Noah Fant at all? No. Uh, so dis, dis, yeah, Disley's going to be out though. So and and this is like the first time he's been off the injury report. He's like complete. He's been removed. So I don't know. Maybe. I know it's tough against the Jets, but uh, I don't know. Give him, give him a bump without Disley. I don't hate it. He's or cheap. you could go Colby Parkinson for twenty five hundred if you really want to get frisky. I don't know if I want to get that frisky. Yeah, you know, if you want to start the New Year's a little frisky. Um, I don't right. want to cancel Christmas for next year, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas is canceled. canceled. That's what I. That's what I. That's what I said. <laughs> it is canceled. It's just uh, DFS. Just like you, the ups and downs. Your mood just swings with it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, Bobby. Dun, 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 dun. The last defensive segment of 2022. You better be ready. You better come with some fire for this one. Ugh, fire. Expecting a lot here. So the Texans at 2,500, if all these guys sit, I don't mind playing the Texans versus the Jags. But if they don't play, then it's uh, pretty much trying to figure out who to play outside of the Texans. 
Um, if the, if the guys do start and they play everyone, I'm not playing the Texans. Um, maybe I don't know. The Rams there at twenty. I was just gonna say that was gonna be my spicy one. The Rams. I, I think the Rams. Little I think Cam the Rams Akers, do it for Cam me. Akers, little Cam Akers Rams. Yeah, I think the Rams would be like the defense I would play if not the Texans. And good job. Jacksonville played other guys. I think the Rams would be my favorite. I like those calls. I, I like the Texan call regardless, Bob. You you don't know too like the players. They could just be looking to next week. You know, they uh, this happens all the time in football. It's like the look ahead. They know that next week they need to win. So um, even if they play their starters, is it is almost a look ahead? The Texans have been playing better recently too. So I don't hate They're that at call. Home. They're at home. I like the Rams call though. That was a that's a good uh, long pivot. Um, so since you guys took those two, and uh, I like both of them, but. I'll go the opposite of you guys since even though you, uh, I, those two defenses will be low on, everyone's going to pay down for the 49ers. I do like the 49ers. I think like the 49ers, the Patriots, um, the Chiefs, Falcons, those those will be like your, your high-owned defenses. 49ers will be the highest owned though. I think the Giants against Nick Foles, uh, Nick Foles is just a statue. When his first read or sec- and second read are not there, he just goes into, like, meltdown mode. Like, he can't even move to get rid of the ball. Like, he just n- tucks it and knows he's about to get hit. And he got hit a lot last week. I I think the Giants are, are going to get him this week, too. He's probably going to get sacked four or five times this week. So, Giants, they're 3900 You're going to have to pay for them. But I don't think many people do. I think they come I mean, in pretty Everyone's long. playing just the 49ers, right? Like everybody. That's what I think. For Stidham, I, I don't see how you don't. Yeah. It's 2,900. I was just they're trying like, to get like, like all. They're like an all-time D. I know because they're, they're going to be massive chalk. Yeah. Why. You're still playing. Like they're hitting your pool. They're definitely in your pool. You're not fading them. Right. I, we were just giving defenses that were off the board. I thought no, but I, I, I could play Rams over them. But yeah. the thing is, 49ers like an all-time defense this year. They're ridiculous. I know. That yeah. is like the funny part is the 49ers defense is just so frigging good. Does the they field should be, they they should be 3,900 even if Carr was starting. I don't I don't it. even like, understand how their defense is 2,900. Like, how yeah. are they 2,900? It's like the best. It's like one of the best defenses in football. I, mean, I don't get they it. Should, they should be 3,900 against even with Carr, and now Carr is not there. They should be I mean, able to go actually, manually maybe, fix that. Like, maybe it's an upgrade because Carr threw so that. many picks. Carr threw so many picks. Maybe they. Uh... It's not an upgrade. Uh, I don't very, think. Very <laughs> I don't think it's an bad. upgade, bro. Sidham's like, an, like an Instagram influencer. He's not even like an NFL player. Yeah, he's he's gonna have a tough time. Uh, just say that. It's gonna be rough for Stidham out there. Yeah. All right. Stacks. Single entry or three, uh, three entry, large field. Who are we going with? Whoever wants to go first, jump. I think the I think the fields fields with Komet or fields naked is probably the safe uh, way to go for me. Uh, A lot of people play the the golf side of that, but the unowned stack that no one's gonna play. 
and it might sound a little gross, but the Teddy Bridgewater to Jalen Waddle, run it back with one of Hunter Henry, or well, Hunter Henry, if he's in, if he's out, then Tyquan Thornton. And uh, no, Jacoby, no, Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was just running it back with them because they're literally 3K. Like they're stone men. They're so cheap. So, but you're, but you're saving. He's only five k a quarterback. So it's, you're saving nice there too. But I'm paying up for Waddle, and then I'm probably going to want Jefferson. Tyreek. So you, uh, you or or Tyreek. I don't know if you want to double stack Teddy B. Like I think you want to pick one of them and hope one of them just explodes. You know what I mean? As opposed to playing. Both go, of them do you here. think? Do you think Bridgewater has the same? Like obviously, two is not hitting these guys. Well, he's two has been fine, but like, is Bridgewater going to have the? Is he going to get be able to get it deep consistently to Tyreek? I mean, two has struggled to get it deep consistently to oh, Tyreek. Look, so. look at baby right. Kirk. So my guy here, he's got some some green green and white stripes on. What is that telling us, Dylan? Uh, AJ Dylan. The, no, it's telling us the Jets. Mike White, Garrett Wilson, run it back with DK Metcalf. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Dylan didn't really react to it, so I don't know if he likes it that much. He doesn't react to much. <laughs> except when he when he when he when he craps his pants. And he giggles. And then he cries. Oh boy. That's what he does. <laughs> So that that's where I'm going, but uh, I I do like that Teddy Bridgewater call too. And if like for I'm playing like the chalk guy, I think Justin Fields is probably the way to go. Um, maybe I just do Kirk Cousins because you're going to be lower owned with uh, Jefferson. I don't care that it's outside, um, but that's what I'm thinking this week. But all right, that's a wrap. Right, we're in the I'm books playing. for 2022. You didn't get my stack. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Sorry, I was. I it's got right. away. Well, I, I had to grab Dylan, so I thought you gave it while I was. Uh, it's good. I, I'm. I'm definitely playing Fields. I'm stacking up the game. It's feel like it's the game everyone's gonna stack, but Detroit, Chicago. So it's nothing. It's too crazy. Maybe I'll have some Miami, New England games, New England um, stacks, but I'm definitely gonna have a lot of exposure to Detroit and Chicago. I'm going the field side. Big Big Millie on DraftKings tonight. You guys got a got an entry in the Big Millie. What's it for? NBA? No, for NFL. This week. NFL. The two K Millie. The two two. Oh, the two K. Yeah, I haven't uh, entered currently, but I'll probably enter. Dylan I, need Dylan needs it, so we got, we got to get Dylan a, a house. So <laughs> I'm gonna gonna enter this bad boy. Um, there you go. All right, it's been a wrap. Thank you, everybody, uh, for sticking with us for all the weeks. Like I said, it's been always tough scheduling everybody's schedules together. So thank to both of you guys for making this podcast happen. Uh, we'll still be back again next week, but it'll be in 2023 for, for week 18. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to do some playoff stuff or not, but uh, that'll be TBD to be determined. But um, once again, this has been the uh, Roto Grinders in collaboration with Run Pure Sports with collaboration with my boy Dylan. And uh, we are going to, uh, see you next week for week 18. Thank you.